Yo, this shit looks crazy. Things are getting weird. What the hell is going on? This is what the world looks like now. Things are getting weird. But all I know, all I know. Wake up, 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 Seems to me that impeachment is an itch that doesn't go away with just one scratch. It also seems that President Trump may be most likely to be impeached when he is correct. Before the last presidential impeachment, President Trump rightly pointed out the improper activities of the Biden crime family, and subsequently he's been proven right. And don't think for a moment, Madam Speaker, that we're going to drop that or stop our pursuit for the truth. Before that, we had the Russia hoax, where you had the president rightly making claims that Hillary Clinton and the DNC were colluding with Russians to disorient our democracy, how right he turned out to be. And then we have the 2020 presidential election, where the president correctly pointed out unconstitutional behavior, voting irregularities, concerns over tabulations, dead people voting, and now impeachment again. When they go low, we kick them. Eric Holder, former attorney general under Barack Obama, breaching the Capitol was as low as low can be. We all denounce it. But who is it that they're kicking? The president, who created soaring highs for our economy, rising wages before the pandemic, 400 miles of wall to stop the caravans, who drew down troops in the Middle East and showed empathy for the forgotten men and women of our country. It's why so many people love him so much, and it's why they're kicking all of us. This president has faced unprecedented hatred and resistance from big media, big tech, and big egos, from congressional leaders on both sides of the aisle. Before the rioters tore through that glass, Speaker Pelosi stood at that rostrum and tore through the president's State of the Union speech, inciting anger, resentment, division, some believe that truly these true colors are being shown now through this divisive partisan impeachment. The Speaker of the House said to us just moments ago, words matter. But apparently those words don't matter when they're uttered by Democrats. When the gentlelady from Massachusetts calls for unrest in the streets, when the gentlelady from California brazenly brags that she called for people to get in the faces of those who serve and support the president. I denounced political violence from all ends of the spectrum, but make no mistake, the left in America has incited far more political violence than the right. For months, our cities burned, police stations burned, our businesses were shattered, and they said nothing. Or they cheerled for it, and they fundraised for it, and they allowed it to happen in the greatest country in the world. Now, some have cited some have cited the metaphor that the president lit the flame. Well, they lit actual flames, actual fires, and we Time put them out. Time There will be order in the house. I yield back. How is everybody doing today? This is Political Insta Stories back again with another episode, number 52. Today is January 14th, 2021, 
And uh, today I want to get into some stories. First thing I want to talk about is Trump's impeachment and uh, just how ridiculous it is and how fast it was and maybe the reason why they did it. And I would like to say, you know, one of the first things that Congress did, the new Congress, was ban terms like mother, grandmother, father, stuff like that, gender terms. So when Nancy Pelosi came to talk during the impeachment, this is what she said. House of Representatives, I stand before you as a wife, a mother, a grandmother, a daughter, a daughter whose father proudly served in this Congress. You would have thought the people that wrote that for her might have uh, took those terms out since uh, it was so important to take them away so people shouldn't use them. I just can't take the hypocrisy anymore. Politics are so bad right now. I'm just ugh, disgusting. So anyway, Trump has been impeached by the House once again. And uh, I think they did it in a record time. I think it was seven hours they impeached him. I think it took. And I believe they impeached him for incitement of insurrection. Which is funny because he didn't incite an insurrection. I think he was set up, like I said. Also, they were doing this before he was even done with his speech. Um, he never said to do anything violent, and if he did, it would be all over the news. Um, so I'm guessing you haven't seen that, right? You haven't seen him say anything that was inciting violence. You haven't seen the speech on the news, right? You know why? Because he never said anything like that. So, and it doesn't matter either way, because they would have impeached him because it's a power move. It's just so that they can make him toxic and that, so they're can make it so he never runs again and blah, blah, blah. They want to make Trump supporters, Trumpism, whatever you want to call it, populism, which was what it really is. Um, people that actually care about, you know, the people of America, not just the rich people um, and the establishment class. And, you know, so, yep, that's what they want to do. They want to destroy that. And then they want to set up for the Great Reset and uh, usher that all in. So, that's really what it is. Um, but let's go through. Let's hear what they had to say about our beloved President Donald Trump, the one that actually fought for us. All right. So let's hear what they had to say about President Donald Trump. All right. And uh, we'll start with the anti-Semite first, uh, Ilhan Omar. Here we go. Remember, that was the one that said that uh, after 9-11 that... Uh, some people did something. That's the one. Well, here she is again. Mr. Speaker, let us not mince words about what happened last week. It was a violent attempt to interrupt our democratic process. It was a targeted blow at the most essential process that makes us a democracy. It was a direct and specifically incited by the President of the United States. For years, we have been asked to turn a blind eye to the criminality, corruption, and blatant disregard to the rule of law by the tyrant president we have in the White House. We as a nation can no longer look away. The president 
not only incited an insurrection against our government, but has in word she married and deed led a rebellion. We cannot simply move past this or turn the page. Oh, we can't. For us to be able to survive as a functioning democracy, what did he say exactly? there has to be accountability. We must impeach and remove this president from the office immediately Why? so that he cannot be a threat to our democracy. Oh, you want to get rid of I him. I stand ready and Trumpism. to fulfill my oath of office. And all his supporters. And I challenge my colleagues on the other side of the aisle challenge. to do the same. Do you? I yield back. Let's not forget she was also sleeping with her assistant and... Uh, while she was supposed to be married and she also was accused of transferring money through him, funneling money, laundering campaign funds through him. So we'll see if that ever comes out, but I doubt it. You know, it's DC. So Democrats, they never get in trouble for anything. So, um, so let's go on to the next person. Let's go to Jim Jordan, Republican from Ohio. Very good guy. Very smart. We condemned it last summer. We condemned it last week. We should be focused on bringing the nation together. Instead, Democrats are going to impeach the president for a second time one week, one week before he leaves office. Why? Why? Politics and the fact that they want to, they want to cancel the president. The president who cut taxes, the president who reduced regulations, the president prior to COVID had the greatest economy, lowest unemployment in 50 years, the president who got us out of the Iran deal, put the embassy in Jerusalem, brought hostages home from North Korea, put three great justices on the Supreme Court, gave us a new NAFTA agreement, the Abraham Accords, the COVID vaccine, and who built the wall. It's about politics. This is about getting the president of the United States. They spied on his campaign before he was elected. 19 minutes into his presidency, they started the impeachment push. Three-year Mueller investigation, 19 lawyers, 40 agents, 500 witnesses, 2,500 subpoenas, $40 million to find nothing. Impeachment round one based on an anonymous whistleblower with no firsthand knowledge who was biased against the president and who worked for Joe Biden. And now it's impeachment round two. It's always been about getting the president no matter what. It's an obsession, an obsession that is now broadened. It's not just about impeachment anymore. It's about canceling, as I've said, canceling the president and anyone that disagrees with them. The Ayatollah can tweet, the president can't. Democrats can object on January 6, 2017, but Republicans aren't allowed to object on January 6, 2021. Democrats say Antifa is a myth. Republicans condemn all violence all the time. The double standard has to stop. And frankly, the attack on the First Amendment has to stop. And stop and think about it. Do you have a functioning First Amendment when the cancel culture only allows one side to talk? When you can't even have a debate in this country, this great country, the greatest country ever? It needs to stop because if it continues, if it continues, it won't just be Republicans who get canceled. It won't just be the President of the United States. The cancel culture will come for us all. America is a great country, the greatest country ever. It seems to me that we, we need to think about how great the people of this nation really are 
Think about what we've accomplished in the past and, and begin to come together as leaders who represent so many great folks across our districts. Think about this. Think about this. In 1903, Kitty Hawk, North Carolina, two guys fly this thing they called a plane 100 feet. Barely got off the ground. Barely got off the ground. Amazing thing. 44 years later, Chuck Yeager breaks the sound barrier. In 44 years, we go from two guys flying a contraption they called a plane a few hundred feet to Chuck Yeager breaking the sound barrier. And 22 years after that, 22 years after that, another American steps on the moon. Think about it. In one lifetime, in 66 years, two guys flying 100 feet to putting a man on the moon. That's what this country is capable of. That's what we can do. And we as the Congress who represent the people who did that should start leading, should start understanding what really is going on here. So I hope, I hope we defeat this. I hope we can begin to come together and recognize the greatness of the, of the American people and focus on the things they want us to focus on. That was a good speech, but the Democrats don't care about that. All they care about is getting revenge and making sure that there's no one that can go against them anymore. They want to shut out Republicans totally. They want to make sure it's a one party. Now, they, they, the California, New York, the one party states, they want to make it a one party country. And um, so, yeah, good try, Jim, but they ain't listening. All right, so. Who's up next? Let's do the new representative, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, Republican. Thank you. Madam Speaker, I am against the impeachment effort by the Democrats. President Trump has held over 600 rallies in the last four years. None of them included assaulting police, destroying businesses, or burning down cities. Democrats have spent all this time endorsing and enabling violent riots that left billions in property damage and 47 dead across the United States. Democrats are on record supporting violence when it serves their like cause, in their She's own good. words, on social media, on interviews, and on fundraising platforms, Act Blue. Democrats support defunding the police when it's someone else's city, someone else's home, and someone else's business. Democrats will take away everyone's guns just as long as they have guards with guns. Democrats' impeachment of President Trump today has now set the standard that, sh that they should be removed for their support of violence against the, the American people. I yield back. Thank you. The gentlewoman yields back. All right. So for the last one, let's do Rashida Tlaib, Democrat from Michigan. And she was the one when she got voted in. She said, let's impeach the motherfucker. So here she is. In Michigan's 13th, we proudly speak truth to power, even in the face of a racist in chief. Those who incited an attack on the people's house do not get to talk about healing and unity. They have torn this country apart. They have stoked the fire and then handed the gasoline to Donald Trump. Dr. King once said, true peace is not merely the absence of tension. It is in the presence of justice. Today, we must embody those words and we must understand that peace must be centered in truth and action. We cannot sit, Madam Chair, sit idly by after a violent attempted coup 
and allow lies and hate to continue. Today, we stand up for our constituents who continue to be harmed by this Our wishes to reserve the gentlewoman. Today's time has expired. Donald Trump, the gentlewoman. All right. Yeah, there was a lot more, but yeah, it was seven hours pretty much to impeach him in the House. Um, and then I got a story here that uh, Mitch McConnell's happy that they want to uh, impeach Trump. So that's great. Yeah, here. So, I mean, well, this is from New Civil Rights Movement, but it says, so I don't know how, you know, accurate this is, but I believe it. Anyway, McConnell now privately saying he is pleased Trump is being impeached, but refuses to call Senate back for a vote, New York Times. U.S. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell is privately saying he supports the impeachment of President President Donald Trump, whom he blames for the loss of the GOP control of the Senate. Ha! Oh, yeah? He, uh, yeah, okay. Anyway, McConnell, who will become Minority Leader next week, has told associates he believes President Trump committed impeachable offenses and that he's pleased that the Democrats are moving to impeach him, believing it was making it easier to purge him from the party, the New York Times reports. But McConnell refuses to take up House article of impeachment, which is fully expected to pass Wednesday or Thursday at the latest. Democrats in both chambers are demanding Trump be removed from office immediately after he incited a deadly insurrection. And I'm going to say... You are fake news. For sure. McConnell has steadily or steadfastly refused to call the Senate back into session before its scheduled January 19th return. I don't know how accurate that is, but I do believe it. McConnell was never really down for Trump. He used them to get the judges in. You know, he worked with what he had. It's the way of the Republican Party. It's the way of the establishment. It's just the way it goes. Um... I wasn't really even going to do this episode because uh, it was kind of boring and this whole impeachment was a joke anyway. I mean, it's literally a joke and unconstitutional. But what the real question is, is why? Why are they impeaching him? You know, it's not as easy as, oh, they hate Donald Trump. They want to impeach him. Oh, they want to impeach him so he can never be president ever again. Oh, they want to impeach him so that he's, you know, toxic and that nobody ever wants to be around him. If he got voted out, either way, the Republicans were going to leave him. And you know what I mean? Because they're all about fundraising and getting their money and doing stuff like that. So they were going to leave him. But what they don't understand, the establishment Republicans like McConnell, Liz Cheney. um, Let's go. Let's do this. Let me just tell you. The 10 Republicans that voted against Donald Trump. Okay, so, number one, Liz Cheney from Wyoming. Uh, Dick Cheney was related. Fucking leech. Anthony Gonzalez of Ohio. Jamie, I don't know, Harara Butler. Butler. Bule of Washington. Rep. John Katko of New York, Rep. Adam Kinzinger of Illinois, Rep. Peter Meyer of Michigan, Rep. Dan Newhouse of Washington, Rep. Tom Rice of South Carolina, Rep. Fred Upton of Michigan, and Rep. David Vallado or Valadeo of California. Okay. The article of impeachment is for incitement of insurrection. Okay, 
Now, I'm going to say one thing. Now, tell me if this makes sense to you in your brain. All right? Because this is common sense here. If Donald Trump did this, well, first off, there's a whole timeline thing. I'm not even going to get into it because I'm sick of, I don't even want to talk about it, but there's a whole timeline thing that, that proves that this wasn't even, had nothing to do with his speech. But just for a very simple term or thought process to understand how this impeachment is a sham, if Donald Trump's speech was an incitement and it was the reason for what happened at the Capitol, which was horrible, okay, they would be playing his speech over and over and over again on the news. They would be playing clips of the words he said that incited the violence, that incited the insurrection, quotes, okay? I'm not usually a quote guy, but they would be showing that 24-7. Why aren't they? Hmm. I wonder why. I mean, they would have it up there like the kill tracker. Remember? The coronavirus kill tracker. So just think about that. So the other day, I played the videos from the thing on January 6th. Now, I said I didn't want to talk about it anymore, but I do want to talk about this guy. And his name is John Sullivan. And this guy, all right, which I found out later, which is so funny because he's the guy that was filming those clips that I was walking everybody through. But anyway, so this guy was a BLM Antifa leader, okay? Rudy Giuliani has a clip, I think it's like a 17-minute clip of him teaching people how to dress like Antifa, how to wear the black mask, to wear no symbols. Then he's um, teaching people how to look like a Trump supporter. Um, And then I found out this was the guy... That was saying that he wanted to kill cops. I don't know if you guys remember, but I played this a while back. But this is the same guy, okay? And this is the guy that was at the Capitol filming and told everybody that he was there to record what was going on. And they let him go at first. And then Anderson Cooper from CNN (laughs) interviewed him like he was a news correspondent. But anyway, listen to this, and you may remember this. This is from BG on the scene. Check this out. What's going on? What's going on, everybody? My name's John Sullivan. I'm from Salt Lake City, Utah. My group is Insurgents USA. We fucking about to burn this shit down. Fuck this shit. Who, anybody out here seen that white militia guy shoot three, ki- three kids? Yeah. What is his name? Yeah. Fuck that guy. And I will tell you this shit is in Utah, a whole bunch of white militia came out there, formed against our group. We out there strapped. We out there ready to burn that shit down. We out there to defend our fucking self. We got to defend ourselves now, too. We do. Because power to the people. Power to the people. Power to the people. Power to the people. Damn right. We got fucking, we got fucking rip Trump out of that office right over there. Fucking pull him out that shit. 
Nah, nah, we ain't about fucking waiting till the next election. We about to go get that motherfucker. I ain't about that shit. Because you know what time it is? I want y'all to be after me. It's time for revolution. It's time for revolution. It's time for revolution. Thank you guys. I appreciate y'all. Be safe. Be blessed. Does that sound like a Trump supporter to you? Uh, yeah, no, not really, right? So anyway, this was the guy that was filming that angle where they had, um, where they were walking up and they pushed through the bicycle racks where it seemed like the cops were letting them in. He was telling the cops, I guess, to stand down, you know, be safe, stand down. There's too many of us. Stand down. You're going to get hurt like the other ones did. Um, he was up at the stairs. He was the one, I guess, I'm hearing that filmed Ashley Babbitt get shot and then was actually trying to get everybody pissed off and to get people more angry about what just happened and was like, no, she's dead. And they were asking, oh, is she okay? And he was the one that was saying, no, she's dead. She's dead. She's dead. So this whole thing, like you're not even allowed to say that there was any leftists involved and it had to be, you know, all Trump supporters and we all must lay our heads in shame. The MAGA movement is dead and gone and we're the most horrible people in the world, even though, you know, I'm not going to go over it again, but you know what happened throughout the summer and all the evil shit that happened. So I don't want to hear about any of that bullshit. And, um, but anyway, yeah. So let me read you a little story about this guy. So this is great. And, uh, yeah, Anderson Cooper interviewing him, like, you fool, man. CNN, like, you guys are such idiots. Anything that fits your narrative. And, you know, I wanted to say one other thing today, too. Um, I was watching Newsmax, and uh, this guy made a film. Uh, it's about, I don't want to say the name or the guy that did it because I don't want to promote it in any way at all because I just don't like the guy. Um but I guess he made a movie, and it's a he made it about a while ago, but he's releasing it now, which is kind of odd how he made it, and now it's like so perfect. But it's about like I guess a guy that goes to war, and he comes back from Afghanistan, and then he wants to do a coup, and he goes to the Capitol, and they and they do this you know big coup, and they arrest politicians, and blah blah blah. Anyway, um, so on Newsmax, they're like, oh, you know, this is a great movie, and it has you know how's it how's it end, and da da da. And then they asked him why he did it. And he's like, I, I did it because, you know, it, it, it's a time in America now that, um, and, you know, he's talking about like, you know, Trump supporters that, um, you know, white people, they, uh, they don't want to have things change. And they believe that, you know, their country is being taken over by, and then he named like every group, every kind of race there is. And he's like, and they don't want that change. And, you know, it's really hard for them. But it's just, it's a time for change. And I'm thinking to myself, man, this cocky son of a bitch really thinks that that's what Trump supporters are about. That that's what we think about or care about. It is that their outlook on us is just so wrong from the media from cnn from msnbc from the schools from everywhere but that's what they really think i mean our country's been a melting pot for how long i mean you know like it's oh man it's so funny that the people that all they ever think about is race 
call us the racist and the ones that ban you and uh, won't talk to you and hate you for what, if you don't agree with them, call you a fascist. It is the most upside down backwards world that we're living in right now. And we, we gotta, we gotta fix it somehow. But anyway, um, yeah, check this out. Sorry about the audio quality in advance. Uh, the stone one I could find, this is the best one. I don't know why I can't find the regular one. I don't know if they took it down or what, but anyway, here you go. Filming this moment on, on your phone, just can you describe what happened? Yeah, so uh, basically all the, the protesters kind of stormed to get into the chamber. We tried to get into like uh, the main entrance right when you walked down the hallway, uh, but that being said, nobody was able to get in because there's two guards refusing to move. Um, people there were not really wanting to hurt uh, the police, so like they went down uh, a different uh, alleyway. They went to like the left of uh, the main entrance of the chambers and then uh, took a right down the hallway that en- entered into that glass window so that you see. Um, there were two, there were about like four or five police officers right at the forefront, and I remember just coming up and seeing one of them like crying, saying they want to go home to their kids. And like, one of the we police officers were just like, yeah, one of the police officers. It was kind of like a, a scene out of. You know, he sounds so concerned that like, they actually cares. These protesters like kind of. Or it's the same guy I was saying. He wants to. Thing, let us in here, let us in here. We're not trying to hurt you. Um, I ended up like talking to a few of them. I said, "Hey, we can like just make a pass for you to get." Through. By no means am I there on on uh, the 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 Trump side or the MAGA side, but I don't want to like see people get hurt unnecessarily, uh, especially when like there should be a, a better way to go about it. So I I I um, allowed and told everybody just let them through. They're willing to go peacefully and just put down their arms and come through. So so how was uh, how was this lady shot? I mean, she, she was in the go trying to get through the door, and was it, do you, did you see who shot her? Yeah, oh, uh, so I was getting to that part, so immediately after they started breaking through the glass, once they broke through the glass, they were using, like, flagpoles and whatever they had uh, to kind of bash through the windows. Uh, the On the right-hand side, this lady was able to, like, make her way all the way through the window. All we see is... Uh, these guns come out uh, the doorways, just guns, and all you can see is their hand, that's it, you can see faces, and right when I saw that, I was yelling to people, I was like, guys, there's guns, there's guns, you don't want to go through there, like, they were, you know, like, they were going to shoot, like, not just, like, hold it there and, and, and run away, they, they were literally going to shoot to kill. The second that she climbed through the window, she got shot, like, right in the neck area, fell backwards, and I just remember, like, the sense of shock and sorrow that somebody just died and didn't not need to die because she didn't have a weapon. She wasn't being violent in any way. We just let police officers like he cares at all. trying to hurt anybody at that moment in time. So just, what be, I can tell just to be clear, it, I, was it a, a police officer who shot her? It, I don't know if it was police or a private security guard. I couldn't see what they were wearing. I only can assume it would have been police based on everything that we met up until that point. So when they were in an area that protesters were trying to get, or, or rioters were trying to get into, is that what you're basing it on? I mean, was it an area that, you know, a 
some of these riders had already were already inside of, or was it an area they were trying to get into that the shot came from? So it was an area that was yeah, the area that was completely blocked off. They had chairs up against the doorway, like tables, so people couldn't get in. So no one has been in there. Okay. Um, obviously, it's very chaotic. Uh, I, I uh, appreciate talking to you. Um, uh, we're, we're obviously trying to. I know there's some other angles uh, on this. We're trying to learn more information about exactly uh, what happened. Um, I appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Uh, I want to continue the discussion about uh, what occurred today. Uh, we're obviously getting more and more images in uh, throughout. Uh, so yeah, sadly, that guy was not bedded by. CNN and Anderson Cooper and was allowed on the show. And this guy is literally (laughs) a insurrectionist. I mean, it's in the name. All right. Of his group that he started. So let's just, it's a joke. It's a joke. They are putting these people on pedestals to tell you how to think. All right. Now this oligopoly of, Apple, Amazon, um, you know, Facebook, Twitter, this disgusting thing that I've been saying is too powerful has now come to light. Now, I'm not the only person that said it, but you have to admit I cried about it a lot. And I did it for a reason because I, I, you had to see this coming. You know, I think we all did. And people don't understand, well, they do now, what having control of the public conversation is. And the worst part about it is that these companies are not American companies. Don't get fooled. They're global companies, okay? All they care about at the end is making money, all right? They may seem political, but it's not about that. It's about whatever party is in power or whatever party they believe is going to be, you know, scaring them the most or running things and and they'll be able to put the laws that they want through is the party they're going to go with. All right. They might hire leftist. All right. And then they have these idiots that cry, but that's because they put this culture in through education. That's how they did it through the colleges. This is where the salt came from. And these liberal professors and then China infiltrating them too. And don't think that's a lie either. I have, I've proven it. I've told, uh, read articles on this podcast about it. And I think this has been happening since 2008, maybe even before that, but definitely with Obama and definitely his second term where he put all these people into bureaucratic positions to try to take this power over. That's why they never saw Trump coming because it was supposed to be Hillary and then whoever else. People say Michelle, I don't know. You know, Michelle Obama, I don't know. But maybe because there's a lot of idiots that like her. But um, I shouldn't call them idiots because then I sound like the left and I don't want to sound like them. And when I say left, I mean communist. Anyway, so you can see now why um, communism isn't hyperbole. And... The reason why is, let's look at the definition of communism. Can't look at Wikipedia. So for Merriam-Webster, what exactly is communism? All right. When it was first used in the mid-19th century, communism referred to an economic and political theory that advocated the elimination of private property and the common sharing of all resources among a group of people in the use of 
It was often used interchangeably with the word socialism. Today, the word communism usually refers to political and economic ideologies originating from Karl Marx's theory of revolutionary socialism. Remember that word, revolutionary, which advocates a proletariat overthrow of capitalist structures within a society, societal and communal communal ownership and governance of the means of production, and the eventual establishment of a classless society. Okay, so... I don't believe that they want a classless society. Maybe they want a classless public, but they want two classes, which is what we kind of already have. But it's the elite class, and then it's everybody underneath them. You know, they always talk about the 1%, blah, blah, blah. Okay, what I really think is happening and what is going to come is more of a China type of government where we're seeing it already happen here with the forming of the oligopoly of I hope I said that word right (laughs) of Apple Amazon Twitter Facebook okay these companies have all gotten together I probably missed one I feel like I did but I I don't care anyway um, they're coming together but they're also working with the state Okay, because they're working with the left wing party, the Democrat Party, the Marxist Socialist Party. Okay, they're working together with them. So that's kind of what China does. China pretends. See, that's why we used to get mad at them because they cheated, you know, with the economy because they would have, you know, their private sector. Then they would back them with government money so their companies couldn't fail. So. It wasn't fair market. You understand? Like, it was government-backed capitalism, if you want to call it that. So it was communism and capitalism put together, which is kind of happening now, if you think about it. Because if the Democrats and the, you know, tech Silicon Valley work together, then that's exactly what we have. And now they want to shut down free speech. And the reason why you want to shut down free speech is because you do not want to have a way of people saying and telling how bad your ideas are, how bad what you're doing is. And a perfect example of this, okay, now this is funny, and I'll tell you why. Okay, Donald Trump, right, the guy that actually tried to help the people, of the country. I mean, and he showed us that when you actually work for the people of the country, that you can have a great economy. Life can be good. Doesn't matter what color you are, black, brown, whatever, white, green, blue, who cares about race? Anyway, he showed us that. All right. Then the media, all right, lied about him constantly, constantly lied about him. They said he was a white supremacist. They um, spun everything. They would change his words to make everything to be the worst possible meaning they could be. The media was there to lie, to go after him. And now, all of a sudden, that the, the Democrats, socialist, communist, Marxist, whatever you want to call them, um, now that they believe that they have all the power, now... They want to rein media in. Okay? Listen to AOC. Listen to what she says. She wants a truth ministry. Let's listen to this. This is getting really bad. 
this is something we're going to have to live with. Um, student loans, yes, um, absolutely. That's going to be a huge priority. Um, climate change, huge, huge priority. Um, let's see. Any discussion in Congress about federal truth and reconciliation or media literacy initiatives to help with healing? I definitely, so there, I can't say, I, I don't think that the response, the, that this kind of like medium term response has um, fully crystallized yet. But what I can say is that there's absolutely a commission that's being discussed, but it, it seems to be more investigatory um, in style rather than truth and reconciliation. Um, and so I think that's an interesting concept for us to explore. Um, and, you know, I do think that uh, several members of Congress in some of my discussions have brought up uh, media literacy because that is a part of what happened here. Um, and we're going to have to figure out how we reign in our media environment so that you can't just spew disinformation and misinformation. It's one thing to have differing opinions, but um, it's another thing entirely to just say things that are false. Um, and so that's something that we're looking into. Um, some folks are asking what I'm doing for my own healing. I mean, hypocritical is not even the word to describe it of what that is. Just think, I, I don't even have to say examples. I mean, let's just talk about the show, you know, just for one. Let's talk about the Charlottesville thing. Let's talk about the lie that Joe Biden started his campaign on. The lie when they said that Trump said in Charlottesville that neo-Nazis are good people. No. All right. What he said when you put the whole clip that he disavowed them totally. All right. And also he said that there was good people on both sides, meaning that there was people that wanted to preserve history because that's what you do. Because if you don't preserve history, then you lose culture and you lose your ability to learn from it. But the reason they want to take down the history, like I've said a million times, is because they want to reconstruct our society in the way that they want it to be. So they want the past to be erased, which would be pretty stupid of them to do if you think about it, because all they ever do is cry and whine about what happened in the past. So if they erase that, then they have nothing to cry and whine about anymore. So kind of stupid, but eh, that's them. They are stupid. Sorry to be so um, libtardish, libtardful, but... I don't care because this shit is serious. And this Capitol Hill thing, like I said, we had the, we, we, you know, there's the one guy from BLM. All right. That's just the one guy that we found so far. Wait till we find out who these other people are. If we do, because we know that the FBI and the CIA like to work against us and work like to work against the American people. Like for instance, Obama gate now has been declassified by Trump. And the FBI just happened to lose some papers. They just happened to lose them. So we'll see what comes out. 
but we're not going to get all the information, even though the president of the United States declassified them. But they don't treat Trump like he's a president. So isn't that a coup? Like when, when, when Nancy Pelosi went to the Pentagon and said that do not take orders from the president of the United States, isn't that a coup? What is that? So now we're finding out that some of these people were Antifa people. Okay, now A-list Antifa. Rudy Giuliani has some proof about that. The videos that I shown in my last podcast, not shown, but, you know, had you guys hear, was that guy's video from BLM. The guy that was saying, oh, we did it. We did it. Duh, look, this is the greatest thing ever. Burn it down. That idiot, all right? You know, the same guy that I played the video clip of saying that he wants to rip President Trump out of the White House. Anyway, yeah, and and they got pictures of him wearing a Trump hat. So, yeah, there was no Antifa there. There was no BLM there. Yeah, okay, we're going to find out. But anyway, there's supposed to be agent provocateurs that were there. Now, I learned what an agent provocateur is recently, and that is somebody that gets crowds riled up riots to go in a certain direction so i'm guessing there was many of them during the summer when they were burning down our country but that was okay because that was justified you know what i mean like that was blm like that was justified for reals it really was it was like so sad and like nine unarmed black men were shot so like you know even though in chicago like over the weekend, like there'd be like 30 shootings and murders. That doesn't matter because that's black on black. But when a cop does it or a white person does it, it's like so bad. So let's be real about it. Okay. But facts don't matter, do they? No, feelings do. It's how you feel about it. What's another thing AOC said? Doesn't matter if you're factually correct. It just needs to be more like more morally correct. Oh my god. I can't take it. I can't take it. So let's hear one more thing that this super smart woman had to say. That's what we gotta do. We gotta organize. And I think what we saw in Georgia is a really good example with black women leading the way, with multiracial and multicultural organizations leading the way, um, we, they proved that Southern states are not red states. They are suppressed states, which means the only way that our country is going to heal is through the actual liberation of Southern states the actual liberation of the poor, the actual liberation of working people from economic, social, and racial oppression. That's the only way. That's the only way. We just gotta keep pushing. But tonight, the votes that happened were to urge Vice President Pence, you are fake news. And then tomorrow we vote on impeachment. We will Some be impeaching the president something. of the United States tomorrow. All right. So 
to all you people, now I'm guessing people that listen to me don't really or didn't vote for Joe Biden. But anyway, to all the people that did vote for Joe Biden that were uninformed voters or voted for him because they believed that Trump was racist and that Biden wasn't, even though if they did, if they did the research, Trump helped the black people and the black communities and Biden actually put them in jail. But that doesn't matter because like I said, it's all about feelings here. And that's what Democratic Party does. They use feelings to hurt people. They also use feelings to make people vote the way they want. Okay. And for AOC to put out that they now want a truth, ministry of truth, and that they, now remember, they have, they're going to have power of all three branches. Okay. So remember this. So to all the people that did vote, which my point was for Joe Biden, thinking that you were getting, I don't know what the hell you thought you were getting, but look what they're doing. They haven't even got him in yet. And look what they're trying to do. Look what Apple, look at Silicon Valley's doing. Now they want ministry of truth. Look what they're doing. And we warned people and they said that we were being overreactive, that, you know, we were being hyperbolic, that we were being, no. No, this is actually starting off to be worse than I actually thought it was going to be. I didn't realize that we were going to turn into China so fast. Okay, this police state that we're going to be in soon. Like Cuomo banning bulletproof vest for citizens. Why would you do that? What is the point of that? So people can't protect themselves from from who? The government? From criminals? Who? That's just that's such an odd thing. I don't I don't know. So like normal, I'm spitting out many different thoughts at once and not being cohesive like I should be. I gotta work on that, but I just wanted to get this out there. Um but yeah, so AOC wants to reign in the media now. So how perfect is that? Think about that. They have all three branches of government. Now it's time to reign in the media. After all the this stuff that they did and how they used the media to make Trump look so toxic to people and they used the media to, you know, pretty much brainwash the sheep of this country. Now it's time to reign in the media. Why? Because they don't want their stupid authoritarian ideas to be challenged. Because if you actually talk about them, you realize how crazy and insane they are and how un-American they are. I mean, if I think back to it and about how they did this, you know, starting from the schools and all this stuff, and you guys can say that I'm like a little bit too much about China, but I believe that China had a lot to do with this whole thing. I mean, look at the professors that have been caught. And I mean, professors from, you know, Harvard, schools like this. And they're teaching these children weird, weird, weird anti-American, you know, I'm going to say SJW stuff. Why? To split up and divide the country to make people, you know, kind of hate each other even though when you go outside like and go shopping it just seems normal do you know what I mean like it's not crazy but when you go on tv or twitter or like any of these things it's like oh my god the country's so split up and these people everyone hates each other and da 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 
No, that's not American. You're making it that way. You're making it look this way. You're trying to divide the country. I see it now. We all see it. You wanted this. You wanted what happened over the summer. You wanted to make America weak. And the reason you wanted to make us weak is, and I'll use a term or a uh, quote from one of our greatest leaders, all right? From Abraham Lincoln. America will never be destroyed from the outside. If we falter and lose our freedoms, it will be because we destroyed ourselves. Now, when I search for it online, they say Abraham Lincoln didn't say that, that someone else said it, and it wasn't, he did say something close to it, but not that exactly, but blah, 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 it doesn't matter. I don't really believe a lot of stuff I see on the internet, so it doesn't really matter to me. Anyway, it's a great quote, and it, because it's true. So, that's the point. Anyway, um, that's, that's true, and uh, you know what? China knows that, and other countries know that too, and- they want division. They want us divided. And we are a divided nation. You know, at least politically we are. And they are making it worse. And watch. Now, see, this is what's going to happen. And when I say they, I mean China and also the Democrats that work with China and, you know, the globalists that all work together. Um but this is what's going to happen. And I'm going to end it on this. I could say a lot more. I got a lot more to say. Don't worry. Um, my uh, podcast will be coming out more often again. I'm getting stuff set up. So don't worry. It's coming. They'll be more frequent now. But this is what's going to happen. All right. Joe Biden is going to get into office. Cuomo and Lightfoot are already saying, oh, we got to start opening up, da 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 So they did exactly what we thought. They shut down the businesses so they could ruin the economy, so they could get Trump out of office. They did a million other things, too. They cheated during the election, I believe. That's my opinion. Um, but either way, they're so what they're doing is they're opening up the economies now all of a sudden. Um, they're saying, oh, oh, you know, but we can't wait anymore. We got to open up, blah, blah, blah. What great timing. What a coincidence. There is no coincidences. They're doing this so that the, cause now that they open up, the economy is going to get better. They're going to say Joe Biden fixed the economy. Joe Biden made everything better. Joe Biden made the coronavirus go away. Joe Biden did this, did that, blah, blah, blah. And they're going to make this country into a one party country. Which is what? Communism, Marxism, socialism, whatever the hell China has. A freaking hybrid communist capitalist hellhole. That's what this is going to be. That's what they want. And then we're going to have this fake class like we have of these rhinos, R-I-N-O, Republican in name only. Okay. These idiots, and they're gonna pretend to be the opposing class, like Mitt Romney, Liz Cheney, Lindsey Graham, those types of people. But we don't have an opposing side anymore. We don't have somebody that actually represents us in Congress, besides, you know, Jim Jordan, Holly. But did you realize or did you notice that they now are using this capital, whatever? Thing I'm not even going to say the word that happened to the Capitol. Now they want to purge the actual 
only real Republicans that will fight them. They want to purge them and make them leave. Did you notice that? It's so bad right now. What's going on? We're turning into a third world country. We really are. Banana Republic. Just watch. All the stuff about Joe Biden, all this stuff's going to go away. Nobody's going to go to prison. They're going to hide it all. I'm not trying to be, what's the word um, that I want to use? Discouraging. I want to be optimistic. But what I see coming down the pipe does not look good to me. And I try to keep my ears open as much as I can. And I'm trying to do a lot of reading. And I'm, I'm listening to the podcast so I can stay up to date with what's going on. You know, currently, I'm trying to read books as many as I can so I can see what happened in history. To see what's going on now. So you can try to understand it. Um, that's why I was talking about the Reichstag fire um, in Germany. There's a lot of things you can learn from history. And they don't want you to see that. I mean, they're literally book burning, but in a digital way. And look how fast it, it went from what? What did social media really get big? Well, let's just say, we'll, you know, we'll give it 2008, okay? I'm not talking about MySpace, but really like Facebook and all that stuff. Let's just say it really started getting big, you know, 2006, 2008, whatever. That's only been what, what 10, 12, 15 years? And look what, it's, look what it's done since then in only that short period of time. Look how toxic it has become. Look what it's doing to our country. Look where we are. You know what I mean? And then Donald Trump tried to come in to try to help the country and look what they did to him. And that's when you realize that there really is a swamp. There really is this crazy establishment that controls everything and that they were trying to keep us down so that they could use us as a surf class. And that's why they wanted to let the people from other countries in so they could pay them cheap labor and just make more money and they could do what they do in China. They could do it over here. But they can just do it, you know, under the radar. Republicans, Democrats, just two sides of the same coin. I'll end it there for today. But anyway, guys, please rate me on Apple Podcast if you listen on that or, you know, Google Podcast, whatever you listen to, rate me on, please. I really appreciate everyone who has done it. Um, and uh, share with your friends, please, because uh, with the podcast, it's a little hard. There's not really like a search thing for it. So you don't have like the YouTube algorithm that kind of helps you push things. You know what I mean? So sharing with your friends is the best way for it to get shared. So anyway, and people to hear it. But anyway, I really appreciate everyone that's been listening to me. And I will be doing more podcasts more often now because um, I got finished, you know, mostly finished with the uh, rearrangements and everything I was doing. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, and I hope everybody has a great day. And don't be too down because it's good versus evil and good always wins. Don't forget that. Yo, Have a good day, everybody. This shit looks crazy. Things are getting weird. What the hell is going on? This is what the world looks like now. Things are getting weird. But all I know, all I know. Wake up, 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 wake up